Hi, I'm Christina Rodenbeck from the Oxford Astrologer, and I'm here with my friend Sally Kirkman. Hello. To talk to you about the month ahead. Uh, we're sitting in my sh garden shed. Mm -hmm. It's super hot outside. Yep. But we have managed to keep it fairly cool in here with the help of some very thin gossamer curtains. Actually, it's a little bit like being inside a shell in here, which I feel is appropriate for... We're still in Mercury retrograde, aren't we? We are still in Mercury retrograde, yep. Uh, yeah, so we're just... and oh, The cat is leaving. We said Mercury retrograde. He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still we're recording this. It's still Mercury retrograde, which is still going to be a theme for the month ahead. But I... Let's talk about what's happened the month behind. Yeah, because we are doing this when the sun has just literally moved into Leo. We're a bit late because of holidays and things and people being in different countries, which you'll have to find out about. But yeah, it's been an intense last month mm. for both of us and I'm sure for many of you listening in. I mean, I, I know from kind of friends and clients that there's been a lot going on with the Cancer Capricorn eclipses and the Mercury retrograde um and for me there's been i mean there's been a lot around homes children um all cancerian themes and a very emotional time oh yeah really i mean emotional i know i mean this has been a super intense mercury retrograde mm. i would say mm. um and i think that's to do with the fact that the nodes have also been involved and mm. you know it's been amplified i think as a mercury retrograde uh, it's in cancer which is an incredibly emotional sign mm -hmm. um i can t i had a really good mercury retrograde uh because i'm an astrologer so i prepared for it by booking tickets to uh, do a return journey to the united states where i haven't been for years and years and years so I spent, I have spent a lot of this Mercury retrograde getting back in touch with old friends and hanging out with them and seeing family and hanging out with them and eating lobster because I was in Maine and the coast of Massachusetts, etc. Um, so not eating crab. No, cancer, lobster. lobster. I no. think, I think lobster, can, I think shelled, you know, shellfish. it's got a shellfish. Yeah, shellfish. Shell, I had clam chowder. Does that count? Yes. Is that acceptable? <laughs> That's acceptable. I did. I was sitting at Boston airport eating my umpteenth lobster roll when I, this occurred to me that mm. actually lobster cancer, you know, it's a good thing to do during that month. Mm -hmm. um, but the, one of the funny things I wanted to tell you about this, aside from eating a lot of lobster, uh, was that I saw four very important women in my life, a couple of sisters and a couple of very, very old friends from a long time ago. And of those four, three of them were moving house or signing off on buying a house. Which is quite extraordinary during Mercury retrograde in Cancer, as it has been since mid-July. Well, Cancer is about property, isn't it? Oh, it's about property, it home, and family. But do we think there's going to be changes in store for them if they're, you know, once Mercury turns direct, which it does do at the end of July? Well, all of them have to have their houses, you know, revamped. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and one of them's not, it's not going through until the 1st of August, so... There's been delay already with yeah. all of these. All of them have been delayed. And then they were delayed until just after 
a Mercury past the sun. Okay. So they're just doing it now, doing this turn. So it's a turnaround. It's been this delay during the retrograde. And mm. while Mercury is in the shadow coming up to the retrograde, mm. then it can, went into Cancer and things started to turn. Okay. I think it's really interesting. No, I think it'll be fine, actually. I'm mm. confident. Um, but I think that several of them are, in fact, maybe all three, are probably moving into places that they might have for a while. You know. mm. Real long homes, long you know. It's not just like, oh, I'm buying a house. Yeah, I'm buying a home. Buying a home. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, and the fourth friend is a landlord anyway. That's how she makes a living. Okay. <laughs> so there's been a lot of themes about houses, hasn't there? And yeah. Homes, um, which was, I mean, for me as well. My daughter was, she's moving on, um, at the end of September and. She too has been looking for a home, and there've been all kinds of actual Mercury retrograde cock-ups with that mm-hmm. misunderstandings, things not working out, and actually, I think what's been decided at the moment will get changed again. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this Mercury retrograde, I've just found I've needed to chase things up because things have just not yeah. got stuck, mm-hmm. and people haven't been telling me that you know things mm-hmm. haven't worked out until I've chased them up. So that has been, for me, another big theme. It's been quite frustrating, but at least kind of trying to get things moving. And with my trip, one of the things that I found very difficult was saying goodbye. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of goodbyes that I had to say, as mm. well as these hellos. And that mm. was really sad. Mm. Um, and I think, I mean, several, there have been several deaths in the, sort of the wider circle. The kind of eternal goodbyes. The it? eternal goodbyes. And mm. just saying goodbye to these people who were very close to me mm. was hard. And I think that was to do with these eclipses, mm. you know. Yeah, um, I agree. I got really upset because mm. I don't know with my dogs anymore. And I saw them a couple of times and actually sobbed over them. Yeah. You know, really sobbed over them, wanting to kind of live with them. And I met a dog called Vinny. So, Vinny, if you're listening to this, I'd like to say hello. I still love you. Woof. <laughs> I wish I could have taken you with me. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, if you're listening into this, you know, whether there's been similar themes going on. Mm. Also, retreat was, I went on retreat, which for me is another good way of using Mercury Retrograde. Definitely. Going inwards, um, you know, taking time out from busyness. That's a fantastic way of using Mercury retrograde. I can't remember. Is your Mercury, what sign is your Mercury in? I'm Libra. Yeah. Mine is in Pisces. Okay. And I do think that this Mercury retrograde has been very hard for, harder for people who are fiery and airy mm-hmm. than for watery people. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, well, you're a watery person and well, you're Sun and Scorpio and stuff. But, yeah. um, so I found it you know, very emotional, but I quite like wallowing in emotions. Mm. You know, mm. It's a comfortable place for me. So, and Mercury does stay in Cancer, doesn't it? Until mm. um, first of August. No, later. No, that's when it later turns than that. direct. Yeah. Uh, Wait, not. It's not even on my list. It's so much later. Okay. It might not even be. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. What's interesting, and I know we're actually this is really weird. We're getting really oh, caught wait. up with cancer, and it's Leo's month. But anyway, <laughs> can I just say it's the eleventh of August? Okay, that's okay. when Mercury goes out of Cancer. But for me, the really interesting thing is Mercury does turn direct July thirty first, August the first, depending yeah. where you're listening from, and it turns direct at twenty four Cancer, 
which was the degree of the lunar eclipse on the 16th of July. So there's still things to be resolved and still things that are kind of like these emotional mm. ties, I feel. Um, new stuff may come to light at the end of the month. And also the goodbyes, if there are prolonged goodbyes, mm-hmm. um, you know, they may not, you know, they're still ongoing. You may not really be saying goodbye until the 1st of August or the 11th. Yeah, even, even the 11th. It's and then Mercury doesn't even get out of the shadow until the 15th. Yeah, so Mercury is still kind of creeping, creeping, crawling. Um, and it's about rethink. you know, it's about, uh, just to get a little political, I thought, I, you know, I did manage to not pay any attention to the news at all while I was on holiday, which was great. Well done. Uh, except for one thing, which was Donald Trump and the send her back. <sighs> And I thought, send her back, aside from being misogynist, um, but send her back. Mercury retrograde, yeah? Sending something back home Mm -hmm. to whatever you think is their home, okay? Right? So, um, in in Cancer, Cancer is about patriotism. It's about what we call home, who we identify with as our tribe. So, I was seeing as part of my tribe and in a tribal an area which is slightly tribal for me um so and that was what donald trump was saying you know this is my tribe you're either out or in um but that was a mercury retrograde statement fueled by the eclipses actually oh oh everything this this is a magnified mercury retrograde you know and it's in that sign of patriotism it's also the united states is also a a cancer 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 country um yeah so big things going on yeah globally as well as personally actually so um what should we do should we talk about let's talk about leos come on the leos are like how dare you not be talking about us this whole time this is our podcast yeah it's leo month and it is really going to be a burst of leo glory actually yeah um you know so so leo one of the far signs and and lots of kind of showy leos it's it's to do with bling and performing and the regal royal sign as well yeah and the sign of courage we were just talking about how harry potter is the great leo character yeah um courageous created by jk rowling who's also a brave woman i think yeah yeah um and once leos i mean for leos you need to find your heart don't you yeah and then things start to fall into place yeah yeah and, and where you shine your light. Yeah. I think every Leo needs to find a, a stage to perform on or a place they can shine. I mean, it does. It could be an actual stage or it could be, you know, the heart of your community, the heart of your family, mm. um, and, and find your place where you can shine mm. your light bright. I think that one of the things that's sometimes underestimated by about Leos is how incredibly healing they can be for other people if mm-hmm. they shine their light on you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I, I come across a surprising number of Leos who are healers and mm. it's it's to do with that warmth that they can bring. You mm. know, we can all warm our hands against the Leo. Yeah. Um, but it's also down to the rest of us non Leos to keep them nurtured. Yeah. You know, with praise, attention. Yes. Kindness. S- stroking, it's like the yeah. big cat needs stroking. Yeah. The Leo big cat needs stroking. But once you stroke the cat or the lion mm. Then it's like that tarot card. Is it strength where she's yeah, taming the lion? Yeah, strength taming the lion. 
I agree because I think a Leo who doesn't get attention and their light dims, they can be easily become sad, mm-hmm. become low depressed. Mm-hmm. They really need that that nurture and attention. Mm-hmm. And also my favourite Leo, I do have to say, Roger Federer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if this is any of you who know that I do the tennis astrology. I mean, there's, uh, my prediction was that he was going to win Wimbledon this time. And he nearly did. Oh, my word. He was up against Djokovic. And those two slogged it out for five hours in the final. And I was a little sad. <laughs> oh, Roger. I was sad when, when Roger yeah, didn't win. Anyway. He would have been how old? Like 38? He, well, this Leo birthday, he's 37, so mm-hmm. he's turning 38 during this. It um, would have been a triumph for this. It would have been a triumph. Mm-hmm. But the sun was opposed by Pluto on the day, and I do feel like that was, you know, <laughs> the sun, Leo's ruled by the sun. Mm-hmm. It did feel like, you know, that was relentless against him. And... Well, that's very sad. Sad. Um, okay, shall we talk about the month ahead then? Yeah, let's. It's Leo month. Yeah. Uh, it's actually a great month. You'll all be glad to hear, those of you who've been suffering a little bit with the gloom, slightly melancholy uh, weather of July, which some of us have been wallowing in. But uh, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think fire and air signs may have been finding it a bit tricky. Um, but things, the sun goes into Leo on the 23rd. Um, and, you know, it's the sun's favorite sign. Well, hey, you know, it's shining in Leo. It's it's in its proper place. Um, and then Venus goes into Leo on the 28th of July. And then we have a new moon in Leo. Um, and the other thing that's happening is that Jupiter's going direct, which is charming. Um, yeah, so it's just far sign energy, isn't it? And Mars is already in Leo, moved there at the beginning of July. But I don't think Mars has been able to kind of do its stuff completely because of all this watery wallowing. Mm-hmm. Um and all the Leo planets, all the um, planets in Leo, will team up with Jupiter as well. Yeah, throughout they will this month. make a beautiful, fantastic trine to Jupiter. So, shall I just give the dates of those? Mm. July 25th, Mars trine Jupiter. August the 7th, Sun trine Jupiter. August the 8th, Venus trine Jupiter. And August the 21st, Mercury trine Jupiter. Uh, which is all very, very nice and positive. But I would say with the trines, you if you make a little effort then it's even better yeah you know it's, it's there there and that is fantastic for the fire signs i mean for some people it's just going to be holiday season isn't yeah. it i mean sagittarius and uh leo actually aries all the fire signs if you're on holiday mm. and enjoying yourself and basking in the heat of the sun then fantastic mm. it's a really good way to spend it go somewhere new and different um sportif as well i would say with jupiter and sagittarius get outdoors and get you know get Mm -hmm. water skiing or whatever it is you do yeah it's a great month for being adventurous actually yeah it it, truly it is and i mean that would start uh already with the sun in leo but really the 25th of july looks great Mm -hmm. for anybody who's interested in physical adventure pushing yourself to something to greater heights yeah, or, that's when the Mars-Jupiter kicks in, isn't mm, it, on that date? Mm, and around that date as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, then, go on. No, I was just going to say, that just looks really, really fun to me. Yeah. Uh, actually, especially maybe for Aries, I would say, because yeah. it turns into a sort of grand trine for you, mm. for the Aries. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, there is something about, uh, like, the freedom fighter or campaigner about that combination yeah. as well great if you're kind of a 
fire person, actually. <laughs> yeah, if you're a fire person, and you know, for also for like public speaking, you know, I can see this thing in a rally, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's quite fervent, isn't it? You can get yeah. really enthusiastic and and get the troops moving. It's that kind of feel to it. Um, and then we have the new moon on the first of August, the same day as Mercury turns direct. Yeah. And it's slightly, I mean, I would say that's sort of when things might start to turn around mm. a bit. I'm interested, I just want to point out that also on the 25th of July, Mercury retrograde makes a conjunction with Venus, um, which is kind of nice. This is, again, it's about seeing old people, you know, old friends, seeing old lovers, that kind of thing. Mm. Refine forgiveness, mm. you know. Mm. it's a day for letting go of some kind of or re making reconnecting maybe uh with someone who you had let go of because that's they're both in cancer aren't they at that yeah. stage venus hasn't moved into leo then i would say especially for cancerians and capricorns yes that's a, you know a, a an interesting day i think it's a good day for you know trying to find a way through any relationship challenge yeah I mean, and and I know Cancer Capricorns who are having relationship challenges mm. with these eclipses. Talk. If you need any healing or you need someone, or, or turn to someone else as well mm. for, like, advice. You know, it'd be an excellent time to turn. To a to professional, actually. Yeah, to an um, expert. But it's about talking, isn't mm. it? Have it the is. conversation. Don't be frightened yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, and that's what the Mercury retrograde is about also, is about being able, uh, which lasts. You know, you've got, we've got another week of this or eight days it's about being able to have that conversation again that you could that you tried having before mm. you know or about finding a new way of saying something mm. um and also looking for new information that comes to light yeah. around the first of august because that is such a key macro theme sometimes something's been hidden something you weren't aware of it appears, and then things can start to make sense a bit more. And don't you think, just on a uh, really simple level, that this Mercury retrograde in Cancer, which is ongoing, as we said, Mercury in Cancer, is also quite a good time just for reorganizing your house, you know, yes. the contents of your house, um, you know, reorganizing the kitchen, rethinking how you how how your house works, you know, um, in a in a practical and I want to say mental cerebral way. Mm. Yeah, I have to say I did a bit of a yeah. I'm just about clean. to yeah, yeah. I've come back to a very clean house, and yeah. I'm about to do some more reorganizing. Yeah. yeah, that is good for that. Um, so where are we up to? We're on that new moon in Leo, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, which is a I think it's an important new moon to talk about for a couple of reasons. Um, I mean, it does feel like a new moon that's really got a lot of fired up energy because Mercury turns direct. But also it sits next to Venus in Leo. Um, and Venus is a very key player this month. So I'm thinking that's going to be quite interesting for both Taurus and Libra, mm -hmm. the Venus ruled signs. Um, and I think for Taurus in particular, actually, because this new moon is square to Uranus mm -hmm. in Taurus. So Leo is your home and family sector. It's about your roots. And there you are somehow coming in this change or independence. There's a bit of a clash going on, actually. Or wanting to revive, do things differently. There's a lot of energy in those two areas of life that are kind of personal. Well, Taurus are growing wings, aren't they? You know, that's a long, ongoing theme for Taurians in general. Mm. 
with Uranus in your sign, you're growing wings. Yeah. You know, and that is going to be possibly disruptive for the, you know, the people who are used to having you around or of you used to you being the same. You're going to want to be spreading those wings. There's kind of like a bid for independence, yeah. isn't there? Or moving out of the family home. Or yeah. That kind of feel to it. Doing things your way, not mm. the, not what people expect. Mm. And for Libra, um, then it's, it's about friendships more, isn't it, for Libra? Yeah, Libra. I've, I just noticed that Libra's got um, Pallas Athena is in Libra at the moment, which is very nice. Uh, but around that new moon, uh, sorry, yeah, the new moon, it's making a square to Pluto and making a square to that kind of nexus of of um, stuff in Capricorn, which has been causing Librans a few problems, I think. Mm. But it may be that you find the right words or you find yourself in the position of being a peacemaker in mm -hmm. some way, mm. um, or that you are able to apply your intelligence uh, for the benefit of other people, mm. actually, I think. That, and friends group that's the group sector as well isn't mm. it so it is the people and and most of the Libras I know just have a very diverse mm. social life I mean friends are usually so important to Libra mm. so that could be quite an important role to take on mm -hmm. during the new moon yeah looks like you're rather pivotal mm. um, and maybe even in bringing two warring parties to the table um then we move on to oh, Mercury goes direct on that day, uh, which is sort of, I think that a lot of stuff, emotions might be released by this new moon. I know that a new moon is generally, I think it's of a, as a time for burying emotions and finishing stuff off. But with the Mercury going direct, it's like you'll be able to, I think, let go of some stuff. For me, it feels like a real whoosh of energy, actually. Yeah. There's a real lot of excitement, I think, around this new moon. Mm. It's like you don't, you don't want to bury stuff anymore. You want to get out there. Mm. I mean, it will, you know, the Mercury turning direct. I know the signs Gemini and Virgo. It's your ruling planet. So often that does bring a kind of burst of energy. Mm. I mean, I know Geminis and Virgos who find it quite a confusing or disorienting time when their planets retrograde. Um so I think it could be really helpful in that respect. Yeah, Gemini's and Virgos, you know, if you do find it confusing and disorienting, you need to get to know your Mercury retrogrades because mm. actually what you need to do is chill yeah. during the Mercury retrograde. I have a Gemini right now in my house. Well, young, gifted Gemini, closely mm -hmm. related to me, mm -hmm. who is reading a lot mm -hmm. and is in... A cancer, you know, Mercury retrograde in Cancer retreat, and she's an example of it. She's in her room, mm. and I'm quite looking forward to when Mercury gets back into direct motion. Yeah. But I'm letting her do it, do that. Okay, and I think for Virgo too, because I mean, you know, when even this coming month, actually, I mean, all the planets are in Leo, so they're yeah. they're hidden away for Virgo. So actually, there's mm. a lot of inner work going on. Mm. Or, you know, where the, the important processes are happening on an internal level. It's like internal change needs to come first for Virgo. Getting yourself ready for your month, which will be, of course, the month after Leo. Mm. Um, the month of fabulosity for Virgos is coming up. But yes. that doesn't mean that this, you know, August actually isn't pretty good as well. Yeah, and it's preparation time, I think, for Virgo. 
Yeah. When, when planets are in the sign before yours, look ahead. Mm. You know, go and get those nice lists and start drawing things up that you want to do in late August into September. Yeah. It's your time for doing that. Um, so, oh, oh, we don't want to forget that really nice trine between Venus and Jupiter on the 8th of August. Um, which, you know, that Venus... Uh, trines Jupiter a few times a year, but you shouldn't let these moments slip past you. Obviously, it's especially lucky and nice for the Librans among us and the Taurians, mm-hmm. you know, when your own um, planet makes a trine to the planet of luck, joy, and expansion. Um, it's interesting that it's in, when you know, Jupiter is really strong in Sagittarius. Um, although I've talked to quite a few Sagittarians who've had a bit of a tricky time with this. It's mm-hmm. just been slightly overwhelming and too much. Things have been kind of helter-skelter. Mm. Um, mm. I think it's been surprisingly kind of overwhelming year for many Sagittarians, mm. both good and bad, sort mm. of simultaneously. Mm. It's one thing after another. Well, we always expect Jupiter to kind of be joyous and mm-hmm. full of opportunity and and is linked to good fortune but it, it's you know it's where do you kind of channel your focus as well isn't it yeah it is that um over there's an overblownness almost about it at times um but now that we're with this august with this venus trying to jupiter which i you know it's the on the 8th of august and the sun is trying jupiter on august the 7th yeah and jupiter turns direct on august the 11th so that whole little period yeah. is really Juicy. dynamic and exciting and also i would say as soon as the sun goes into leo and as soon as venus goes into leo they're trining by sign yeah. You know, so it's already good. Don't just focus your attention on just the 8th of August as that moment, you know. Uh, uh. Um, so I would say it's actually quite a lucky month for the Venus ruled signs, for the fire signs. And that's, you know, half the zodiac is already feeling pretty joyous with that. Yeah. And it's also, it feels, it's so playful and it really is about joy. Mm. Um, also, I kind of, you know, there's been a lot of the difficult planets in Capricorn, which is sort of the the hard stuff of life. Um, it really feels like this this month is a good month to come out and play yeah. and sort of park some of those you know, more serious issues. Work less, play more if you can, mm. would be a really good motto to have moving forwards. Mm. The other thing um, Jupiter ruled signed is Pisces, of course. Yes. Um, so both Sagittarius and Pisces, be aware that your, you know, your ruling planet is about to go direct. For Sagittarians, it's exaggerated because it's in your sign, obviously. But for Pisces, this is very important as well. Mm, um, career, vocation. Career and vocation. So I'm afraid while everybody else is on vacation, Pisces may be actually, it might be a time when you should at least be thinking about your public face, you know, about your status. So, you know, that could be a marriage. It could, doesn't necessarily mean career. Um but it's about getting out there again. You know, you may have been sort of re- rethinking things and uh, redoing stuff or having a little pause from forward momentum in your career, but you need to take up the baton again now in August when Jupiter goes direct because you've only got another few months of Jupiter in that part of your chart. Plus, Jupiter is going to be making it square to Neptune. I mean, it is widely at the moment which is in your sign so you've got this a lot of energy um 
it clashes the Neptune and Jupiter, mm. but nevertheless, it's in a, they are in aspect, which mm. means they are doing something. But you got, but it's dynamic. Mm. You can't sit still. You know, the worst thing that you can do is just sit back and relax. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so it's kind of the opposite of July, where I was like, like, good, don't do anything. But mm. this this month for Pisceans and uh, Sagittarius, get ready to really go, go, go. Yeah, especially after the eleventh. Yeah, and it's kind of um, it, it is all. It does feel like it's about more to do with sort of work or profile or public being mm. in the public eye, and making the right kind of connections as well. I think. Mm. I think that's really important. Um, we haven't really talked about Aquarians, who, no, of course, the all this all the energy in Leo my dear Aquarians, are, uh, is uh, in your partnership sector. So love. love or, oh, my God, you know, calm down, be quiet, relax. Um, as in you may find your partner to be quite overwhelming, I think. that's the That would be the only downside to all this energy. Well, and quite full on. And also Uranus is square yeah. to the Leo yeah. planets, Uranus being Aquarius co-ruler. Um, so, so yeah, there could be too much going on at home or with the in-laws or with people visiting or the house being noisy, um, a lot going on, but just quite hard to, to find any peace and quiet actually, mm. essentially. So Aquarians, you need to spend some me time, mm. you know, in August, you need to put some time aside because you are actually going to be having to put a lot of energy into other people, I suspect. Yeah. Find your own kind of yeah. quiet place, place you can go and hide and busy yourself with technology or whatever you do. Yeah, the demands on you are going to be mm. quite um, cool. Mm. I mean, I think it's going to there's going to be a lot of really nice socialising, mm. um, but on the other hand, you you know you don't want to get drained. Mm. Um, and also, the other star sign that hasn't been mentioned yet really is Scorpio. Well, another fixed sign. Another fixed sign. And Leo, lighting up Leo. I quite like that mm. this month. I mean, this is a month to also be in the public eye. Leo is the career vocation sector for for Scorpio. And there's a lot of activity going on there, including your ruling planet Mars. So I'm so, afraid the Scorpios and the Pisces are going to be hard at work while everybody else is on holiday. <laughs> That's you and me, <laughs> Christina. It's oh. time to go for it. <laughs> yeah, at, at the new moon and the full moon as well. I Yeah, on I the know. the 15th of August. I think they're both so powerful for, mm. uh, for Leo. I know. Yeah, actually, I note that your Mars, the ruling planet of both Aries and... Um, uh, Scorpio is going to be making a nice conjunction to Juno on that new moon on the 1st oh, of August. Okay. So, you know, that would be contracts, engagements, you know, having a new start, making a new contract with yourself. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. So looking out for who you can team up with. Yeah, exactly. Do some business with. Yeah. And that could be a marriage, but it could be business. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other fix I'm in Taurus is also kind of, uh, it's all sw swaps around for Taurus, this Leo energy, but it's a massive amount of energy in the house, in the home and with the family, isn't mm -hmm. it, with Taurus. Mm -hmm. And as you say, Uranus and Taurus, mm -hmm. a bit of a clash. Mm, bit of a clash, wanting to do your own thing. So the, there's some star signs that are going to be having a really lively time, I think, at home. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, even though we're moving out of Cancer season into Leo, it depends, of course, where um, this key astrology falls in your chart, whether we're reading it from a solar perspective or if you know the time you were born, then you can look at your your birth chart for when you were born. Don't you find that you do a bit of both for yes. yourself? Always. I always read my sun sign followed by my ascendant sign. Yeah. I look at the two together yeah. and they work both together really wow. well, actually. I agree. I mean, I, it's it, I mean, interesting to me that solar can work really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so It's just a really good guide, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it really is. So how are we doing? Well, I, I was... hope we've excited you for the month coming up because after, a, to be quite honest, a month that's been pretty hard, I think, or emotional or transformational or, you know, bringing some big events. Or lobster eating. Or lobster eating. I quite enjoyed it. I've had quite a nice month. Um, but that is, uh, you know, like I said, because I have Mercury in Pisces, so I, when Mercury's in a water sign for me, it feels really good. Um, and that emotional sharing and emotional conversations are the kind, I, I love those. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. those are the kind that really make me feel like I'm in my happy space. Mm. So, oh no, Mercury's going to be leaving cancer soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a while yet. Yeah, I have. You've got a while for those kind of connecting conversations. Just to, uh, just to end up on, I want to point out that Mars is moving into Virgo on the 18th. Yeah. Of Close, closely followed by Venus, actually, yeah. and they will make a conjunction in Virgo. Yeah. Um, early in our... Yeah, next month that we're talking about. So yeah, we kind of leave so that. things are moving. It's earthy, yeah. you know. And it, I I like I, Mars. I I think that we should all try and enjoy that Mars um, sun. That's Leo energy, you know. All of that hot fiery energy and a hot fiery sign while it's there, but also be aware that there's a lot of fire around, and then things start to get earthed again on the 18th. Yeah, and talking of fire, I mean we're having. A heat wave coming up here, so the sun is going to be really, really yeah. strong. And yeah, and there's a heat wave. Well, there's a heat. There was a massive heat wave in the states. Mm. It's unbelievable. Mm. Um, well, so where that, I was anyway. So it could get slightly out of control. Yeah, I would think this this coming month. So I guess what we're going to leave you with is keep cool, keep cool, chill, find ways to enjoy yourself, and we'll be back next month. See you next time. Bye. Bye.